0: Well, hello there. Fancy meeting you here. My name is Tommy Jones, and this is my podcast. So let's take a few minutes, talk about life, and we will see where we end up. Welcome to Off the Cuff. I'm glad you're here. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Tommy. I'm glad you're here with me today. I'm actually coming to you today. This is the Monday following Easter when I'm recording this. I don't know the date. Probably the tenth, I would guess, but it's really here nor there. Uh, Today, I want to talk to you about a a, something that that I think I'm learning to be more passionate about as I get older, and that is an idea of transitions. And really, for a deeper dive in this, I would highly recommend John Eldridge's book "Getting Your Life Back," because it's where I got the the word transitions that I'm putting with this. And I think this is important to me today because this is the Monday after Easter. Um, I know the rumor that pastors just work one day a week. I get that. I've heard the joke. (laughs) I love it. But the truth is, uh, most of us, I think, probably do more than that, especially this time of year. So for me, coming off Easter, that basically means that I preached two messages Friday night, one message Saturday night, and then three messages on Sunday. Now, the message Saturday and the message Sunday was the same, but it's still, it's a lot. A lot goes into that. A lot goes into Easter prep Uh, A lot goes into a a normal Sunday for us as far as thinking through, you know, sets and worship and uh, the message and the amount of research I need to do and then all that sort of thing. Writing messages is pretty fun for me. It's actually pretty cathartic. I enjoy those Mondays of writing a message. But after a weekend like the one I just had, my soul is a little tired. Maybe you can understand that. I don't think it really matters. I think um, exhaustion is relative so I don't know that my job is any more exhausting than anyone else's job. Only I know that there are exhausting moments in my job. Same for you. I'm willing to bet that's the truth. Whether you're a, you know, a banker or an electrician or a housewife or, or whatever you do, I'm willing to bet there's moments where your soul feels tired. As I've read through the Bible, I've even seen moments where Jesus seemed to have a soul that felt tired. In the bible it says he would often withdraw to quiet places alone and pray and i think part of the reason he did this was because jesus was demonstrating for us a need for transitions so i'm coming off a very emotional um enthusiastic you know soul texting but i mean the truth is guys when i when i preach a message for you i try to really lay myself out there like uh, burying my soul in some way. And, and don't get me wrong, I love it. I have the, the greatest job. But again, there's moments of exhaustion. And so coming, uh, actually it was last night. I had several people ask me, oh man, you know, Sunday's over. What are you going to do now? And my response was, well, I'm going to get up tomorrow. I'm going to go in and I'm going to write another sermon because Sunday's still coming. And there can be this feeling for me that Sunday is always coming. And I don't know how that applies to your life, but I'm willing to bet it does. Maybe it's Monday's always coming or Friday's always coming or, you know, the kids always need to eat or whatever, you know, there's, but there's some sense in you that even if you come off this big moment that the next moment is right there. And so I came in today and wrote a sermon and felt good about it, enjoy the time with God, but I still feel like, I don't know, like maybe I'm not exactly where I need to be with God right now I mean I know we're on good terms and I I feel like I'm trying to serve him and love him and draw close to him but there's just a little exhaustion and I think it's because after big taxing exhausting moments we need transitions I love let me just if you guys don't mind I'm gonna read you a quote I guess if you do mind you can just turn it off but if you don't mind I'm going to read you a quote from uh, John Eldridge's book, Get Your Life Back. And again, this is a great read, but it says this, Your soul is the vessel God fills. Yet there is no room for him to fill if your soul is wrung out, twisted, haggard, fried. Put another way, your hands cannot receive a gift while they're still tightly clenched. That is the condition we're trying to recover from and avoid further commerce with, which brings us to how important transitions are as an expression of kindness, Kindness to ourself, self-care. I mean, I think we could, we could really use this same thing to talk about Sabbath and Sabbath not being a day, but you know, Sabbath just being this idea of rest. And you could probably take it even further and say Sabbath isn't an idea of rest. It's actually a person that in Christ is Sabbath. We find that with him. But are we taking time between big moments to step back and breathe? I know for me, that involves getting outside. So I'm leaving Wednesday and I'm just going to go camp probably just overnight at uh, Lake Ouachita. Uh I love to go to those islands and camp. I love to do it by myself, but this time I'm actually going with at least one of my brothers, if not two of them. I think maybe Bruce and Jeff are going with me, but I'm not 100% sure. But it's just the idea of stepping away and getting outside and reconnecting with God and and nature and not doing what I do every day. And I, I mean, for me, like, you know, a lot of people think, oh, during the summertime, I take a vacation with my kids. Well, is that really a transition? Is that really a vacation? If your kids are there? I was talking to a friend of mine the other night and they're like, oh, my wife and I went on a date. And I was like, tell me about it. And they're like, well, me and my wife and our son who we went to dinner and I was like, well, well, we'll back it up. That's not a date. If your kid's there, it's not a date. Different conversation, but still like we need to reconnect with our spouses sometimes. And we need to do that alone, outside of our normal. We need to reconnect with friends sometimes. And you know, if you talk to them every day on the phone, it's doing something different. It's going to lunch. We need to reconnect with ourselves sometimes. Reconnect with God. And that means having, having a transition between moments or a rest between moments or something to get out of the normal every day and just step away and breathe. And we don't all have the luxury of, you know, going on an overnight camping trip. All oh, I, I get that. What about a walk around your neighborhood? What about just a walk outside at the end of a long night? You're feeling tired. You're feeling frustrated. You're feeling worn down. And what, what, what about that? What about just finding some way to step away from the normal, whether it's for 30 minutes or an hour or, or overnight or whatever you can do? I think probably annually we should prioritize some time away with our kids, some time away with our spouse if you're married, and some probably time away on our own if it's possible. If it's not possible, why is it not possible? Why is it not possible to have some time where we step away and rest? I mean, really look at your schedule and tell me why that's not possible. And if it's impossible in your schedule to have transition time or rest time or sabbath time, then your schedule is a problem. You can't run like that forever. We have to be merciful on our soul. This is necessary for us. And I'm learning it, guys. I'm 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 learning it. Um I'm not perfect in any way in this, but I'm learning. Uh, and so how about you? Has it been a busy time, a busy season? Have you had a busy run? Are you creating space in your schedule to rest? I would I would argue that biblically, this is probably one of the few commandments we have no beef um, breaking. Is this idea of finding time to rest or emulating Christ and drawing away for solitude? So, what about you? How is it with your soul after the holiday season? Cuz guess what? Another one's coming. For me, Sunday's coming. For you, I don't know what's, maybe that big test is coming, that that thing that whatever that, you know, you know what it is. What would it look like to work some time and space into your schedule to withdraw? Maybe get outside. I don't I don't think this is optional. I think it's mandatory for us. I don't think we were meant to, to just live moment to moment, hour to hour, running at a 1,000 miles an hour with no breaks. I just I don't think that's healthy. Are you leaving a busy season and moving towards another one? Are you worn down? In the words of Eldridge, are you you know, haggard, twisted, fried, wrung out? Maybe you're being short with people. Maybe you're having a hard time loving, having a difficult time with patience. Perhaps, and just perhaps, it's not their fault. Perhaps you need to step away. Perhaps you need a a time of rest, a transition. Think about it. How is it with your soul? What a short season of transition minister to you in a healthy way. I know this is silly and it's probably a cliche saying, but I I frequently say it. You cannot siphon gas out of an empty truck. And if you don't know what siphon gas out of a truck means, then you probably aren't going to enjoy me a lot because I'm just hillbilly enough to know. But you can't get gas out of an empty truck. You know that. Plan it, guys. Schedule it. Create it. Transition time. When you come home from work, is there, is there, could your car become an area where you, where you turn your phone off and and transition, listen to some K Love or whatever? I don't know what you listen to. ZZ Top, probably. I don't know. But could your car just become that short transitional thing between work and home so that when you get home, you're a little kinder? What is it? What do you need? Do you need to get away outside on a porch swing with a good book? You do you, boo. You do you. But somehow, someway, we must create space to transition from moment to moment. Think about it. Anywho, I hope you guys have a great week. Um, I love you, and I appreciate you as always for listening. Oh, and by the way, I think I'm supposed to say this and I don't ever say it. I think if you hit like on my podcast little deal down there, or maybe you rate it or make a comment, I think that helps more people see it because I think it, uh, makes me appear more often in the algorithm. So if you think this is something someone else should listen to or check out, I would really invite you uh, to just rate me or like it. Or, I mean, don't, if you're going to rate it a one or out of five, or don't. That's not going to help me. But if you're going to give me a good rating, that'd be great. Anywho, love you guys. Talk to you soon. Fine transition. Jones out.